Let's turn to John, book of John, chapter 18, verse number 28. To our guest, we are so thankful that you are with us here today. We hope that you have already felt and experienced the power of the Lord in this place. It is our desire that you leave here today with everything that Jesus Christ desires for you to have. That the Lord wants you to have. And I know that he wants you to be filled with the spirit because he died on the cross for that to be. He told his disciples it is expedient that I go away. And if I do not go away, I cannot send back the promise of the Father. He died on the cross so that the power of the Spirit of God could be sent back to this world and come upon sinners like me and you and be filled with his glory and his power. Men, it is our prayer that the Lord will touch you mightily here today. John chapter 18, verse number 28. And the word of the Lord says, Then led they, Jesus, from Caiaphas unto the hall of judgment, and it was early. They themselves went not into the judgment hall, speaking to the Pharisees and Sadducees and the priests and the Levites, the one involved in bringing Jesus to uh, Pilate. Uh, lest they should be defiled, but that they might eat the Passover. It's too close to the Passover. We can't go into the Gentile cart. We might touch something that belongs to a Gentile. We'll be defiled. We won't be able to partake of the Passover. Not realizing that the Lamb of God was being delivered for the world so that the entire world could partake of the Passover. In verse number 29, Pilate then went out unto them and said, What accusation bring ye against this man? Father, I pray that you walk us through your scripture today. I ask that you anoint the mind of your servant. Use me, Lord, is my prayer. I humble myself before you. Let your spirit flow through this vessel. I ask, sweet Holy Ghost, that you move across this congregation. That every man and woman would have an encounter with your spirit today. That we could feel and know how loving and patient and how forgiving you are. I ask God that your divine will be done in this place. It is our prayer. We ask it in Jesus' name. Will you clap your hands unto the Lord and give him praise. He's worthy. Come on. Come on. Let's worship him for a moment. We love you, Lord. We praise you. We adore you. Have your divine way. Why don't you cry out to him and say, God, touch my mind. Why don't you ask him, touch my heart. Minister to me today, Lord. Open up my ears that I might hear. We ask it in the mighty name of the Lord. We worship you. We praise you in the glorious name of Jesus. Turn to your neighbor and tell him, Pilate had an encounter. How about you? Lord bless you. You can be seated. And so the hypocritical, pharisaical, 
and the Sadducees of that day, having been uh, mentally and spiritually and emotionally tormented by this man called Jesus, who showed up on the scene some 30 years earlier in a little manger. And in the past three and a half years of his life, he had been walking around the streets of Jerusalem, the streets of Bethlehem. He had been walking amongst those streets, healing the blind, causing the lame to walk, causing the deaf to hear, showing the compassion and the love of God. When they threw the adulterous woman at his feet, he did not condemn her. He said to the men, ye who is without sin, cast the first stone. When they all walked away, he looked at her and said, where art thou uh, accusers? She said, Lord, I have none. Neither do I condemn thee. Go and sin no more. He was a God of love, a God of compassion, a God that forgave. He ate amongst sinners and publicans. He visited in the houses of those who were outcast and hated by the public and humanity of the time. He was a God that reached for the low and out. He was a God that reached for the down and out. He was a God that reached for the depressed. He was a God that reached out to the sinner. He was a God that reached out to those who were outcast. He is a God that reaches for me and you today. They could not handle this. Finally, they... They trap him in a garden during a time of prayer, betrayed by one of his own from a kiss. They drag him out. They lead him. They bring him to the governor of Rome at the time, a man by the name of Pilate. No doubt we find from the scripture that Pilate had already uh, heard about Jesus Christ, but he had never met him. He had never seen a miracle. He had only heard of the great man. And so what we're going to do today just for a few minutes is we're going to step into the life of this man called Pilate, a Roman governor during the days of the crucifixion of Jesus Christ. We're going to look at a, at a pattern of this encounter with this great God manifested in the flesh, standing before a Roman governor official there in power and authority of humanity, standing before power and authority of divinity. And so we find here patterns. We find examples that I believe that if you and I will be honest with one another today, we can find ourselves in this encounter. But the question is, when we come to the end of this encounter today, what will we do with it? Will we turn Jesus over or will we take him into our grip, into our embrace, and love him with all of our heart, soul, mind, and body. Pilate, the Roman governor, is introduced to Jesus. John chapter 18. I'm going to read scripture here today, so just sort of follow along. Pilate then went out unto them and said, What 
accusation bring ye against this man? They answered and said unto him, If he were not a malefactor, that word there means an evil doer or one who does evil. If he were not a malefactor, if he was not a man of evil, we would not have delivered him unto you. We want you, you to be assured, Pilate, that this man is evil. He has gone against the Mosaic law. He has gone against the Sabbath law. He has gone against everything that we teach and preach. He is an evil man. Then Pilate said unto them, Well, if he's evil, then why don't you take him and you judge him according to your law? The Jews therefore said unto him, verse 31, It is not lawful for us to put Put any man to death. Now there's two things you need to understand here. Number one, by their law, his crime was not punishable by death but they wanted him to die but more importantly they didn't just want him to die they wanted him to die the cruelest death known to humanity at that time and that was the Roman death of crucifixion this is the reason why they brought him to Pilate it was because they didn't want him to be stoned to death they didn't want him to die of some other method in which they were allowed by their, by their law. Oh, no. They wanted to deliver him to the heathen so that the heathen could torture and torment him. In verse number 32, that the saying of Jesus might be fulfilled, which he spake, signifying what death he should die. Friend, what you don't understand, what, what, the, what the priests and the Sadducees and the Pharisees did not comprehend, and what Pilate didn't comprehend what the people didn't understand is that what was going on there that day was greater than them greater than any condemnation they could bring greater than any law they could conjure up greater than any conviction they could give this had been orchestrated from the beginning of time when God himself said out of thy seed Eve shall come the redeemer of humanity thou shalt bruise his heel but he will crush the head of the devil it had been ordained from the beginning this would be the way it's going to happen I wish I could get somebody to understand this here today that you friend you being here your presence here you sitting on that seat was ordained of God God brought you here to hear this message, to be touched, to be moved, because he knows you love him. He knows you desire him. He knows you want him. So he brought you here today so that you could have an encounter with God. Clap your hands to the Lord. Give God praise. Somebody shout out, encounter with God. Tell your neighbor, have an encounter with God. That the saying of Jesus might be fulfilled, 
which he spake, saying, What death he should die? Verse 33. Then Pilate entered into the judgment hall and called Jesus. Now watch this. And he called Jesus and said unto him, Art thou the king of the Jews? And Jesus answered him, Sayest thou this thing thyself? Or did others tell this of me? What was he asking Pilate? Pilate, are you feeling something? (laughs) Or did somebody just witness to you? Are you having an encounter with me, Pilate? Mr. Roman governor, Mr. High official, glory of God has stepped into your presence. And the first words out of your mouth is, are you the king of the Jews? Nobody else had said that to Pilate at this time. That didn't come out till later in the scripture. But right out of the mouth of Pilate. Are you indeed the king of the Jews? And Jesus looks at him because he knows Pilate's feeling something. He knows the moment he entered the presence of the almighty God, something began to pull on his heart. The moment he got into an apostolic church, he began to feel God on the top of his feet, head to the to the bottom of his feet. He said, Pilate, did you feel this yourself? Or did somebody else tell you? You see, this is what I'm trying to say to you right now. I don't know why you're here. Maybe you just drove by. Maybe somebody witnessed to you. Maybe somebody invited you. But here's my question today. Has that not changed a little bit? Now it's no longer what they say. It's what you're feeling. It's what you're experiencing. You're now in the presence of God. The anointing of the Holy Ghost is upon you. You see, a few moments ago, I said, look at your neighbor and say, have an encounter with God. And you go, have an encounter with God. But then all of a sudden, something began to move. You go, wait a minute. (laughs) I'm no longer here just because I was invited. I'm no longer here just because I heard about him. I'm no longer in his presence just because he was drug here. And when I open up my mouth, it's like I want to say, Thou art King, Thou art Lord, Thou art God. I can feel you. I can sense it. Okay, let's go a little further. Tell your neighbor, stay with the preacher. Tell your other neighbor, he needs so much help. Say, look at him. So would you just look at him? Then Pilate entered the judgment hall again, and he called Jesus, and he said unto him, Art thou the king of the Jews? And Jesus answered him, Sayest thou this thing of thyself? Or did others tell this uh, to thee? Verse number 35, Pilate answered, I love it, I'm a Jew. 
No, he said, he said, am I a Jew? He looks at Jesus and says, I ain't no Jew. I'm, I'm pretty sure they had the word ain't back then. If I was in Puckajee's, I would say, ooh nah, Jewah. I'm not a Jewah. I'm not sure about the Jew word there, sis. It's probably El Juo. But anyway. Got anybody Spanish? You know, oh, Jew's a proper name, right? So it's just called Jew, right? Don't get embarrassed, son. I'm your preacher. I got this, buddy. I got this. I know where I'm going. I got this. I've been in worse spots. Trust me. It's been tough. Okay. Pilate, he said, am I a Jew? Why are you approaching me about this religious thing? And I just said to you, are you the king of the Jews? And you answer back to me, did I feel this of myself? Or did I hear this from someone else? Don't talk to me like I'm a part of your religion. Don't talk to me like, like I'm a part of your belief or, or your society or something. I don't know anything about it. Oh, no, no, no. You got it all wrong, Pilate. This isn't about being a Roman. And it's not about being a Jew. This is about me and you, buddy. This is one-on-one. This is God and man. Pilate tried to brush it off. Am I a Jew? You come here, you feel this power. And it looks a little strange to you. And you go, well, I'm not Pentecost. I don't dance like that. I don't, I don't raise my hands. I'm not a part of that religion. Oh, no, 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 no. This isn't about religion, honey. This is about you and God. Don't brush this off on religion. What you're feeling right now is an encounter with the Almighty God. And he stepped into your presence. And he's touching your heart today. Tell your neighbor, this ain't about religion. Tell them this is about an encounter with God. I love his answer. Jesus' answer. Jesus is so cool. (laughs) Tell your neighbor, Jesus is awesome. Pilate said, am I a Jew? Jesus looked at him and said, verse 36. Hey, bro, I'm not talking about the kingdom of this world. I'm not talking about anything that's going on in your little religious society. I'm not talking about whether you belong to some hierarchy of the Roman government or whether you're on the Sanhedrin card of the Jewish religion. He said the kingdom that me and you were dealing with, it's not about this world. I'm talking about a kingdom that's from another world. He said if my kingdom were of this world, then would my servants fight that I should not be delivered to the Jews. But now is my kingdom not from him. Oh, if I could get you to understand, this isn't about what some man has taught you. It's not what about you learned what you learned in catechism or Sunday school growing up. It's not 
about whatever church you may go to or whatever religion you may belong to. I'm talking about the kingdom of God. Somebody shout out, I. Come on, shout it, I. Won't an encounter with God. Will you love him for a moment? He's worthy of praise. Come on, he's worthy of praise. He's worthy of praise. He said, I'm not talking about a kingdom of this world. <laughs> Pilate's on the hot seat. He has no clue who he's talking to. He thinks he's just talking to some wacko Jew. No, no. He said, my kingdom's not of this world. If my kingdom was of this world, we would have done whooped you. We'd have done whooped you. He said, I'd go out and heal all the blind. They'd all become my soldiers. I'd go out and heal all the lame, and they'd all become my soldiers. I'd go out and heal all the deaf, and they'd all become my soldiers. I'd cast out every devil and take every one of those mean, demonic-filled people, and I'd put them on my staff, and we'd come over here, and we would whoop Rome. But we're not a part of this world. No, no, no. No, this is about me and you, Pilate. I'm not talking to you as a Roman governor. I am talking to you as a human being. That was created in the image of God. I'm talking to you as a man who possesses an eternal soul. That will either spend eternity with me in heaven or eternity in hell with the devil and all of the fallen angels. That's what me and you are talking about, Pilate. And I'm going to bring you down a little road, son. And we're going to see how close we can get to this. He said this is about a relationship with God. It's what was meant to be. You see, sin has got a hold of your heart. And has drawn you away from God. And has made you religious. You see, God is not interested in the religious. He's interested in those who want a relationship with him. He's seeking out those who hunger after him. Not after man, but after him. You say, well, how do I know whether it's religious or whether it's God? Because when you use words like, well, that's what my pastor preaches. Well, that's what my church believes. Well, that's what our doctrine is. Well, that's just religion. But if you can say things like, I was in the word of God yesterday and God's word told me that without his spirit I am none of his I was in God's word and God's word told me that if it that spirit which dwelled in Christ that resurrected his body if it dwells in me on that day it shall quicken my mortal body I'm talking about an experience. I'm talking about a walk with God. I'm talking about a relationship. So this continues on. Pilate gets frustrated. It's going to be just a little while. Won't hold you much longer. Pilate therefore said unto him, Now come on, Jesus, tell me. Art thou a king then? Wait a minute. He dropped something here. 
He didn't say, art thou the king of the Jews. It's getting a little more personal. He just looked at him and said, are you a king? Could you possibly be the king of Rome? Huh? Are you the king of the world? Are you the king of the universe? Are you a king? If you won't answer me that you're the king of the Jews, then could you tell me what kind of king you are? And Jesus responds with the same answer. He says, thou sayest that I am a king. To this end was I born. For this cause came I into the world. That I should bear witness unto the truth. And everyone that is of the truth shall hear my voice. Anyone that desires truth. Forget about religion. Forget about hierarchy. Forget about rituals. Forget about earthly kingdoms those that hunger after truth will hear my voice it's why you're hearing me right now pilot you see I can see into your heart I'm going past the physical facade that you're putting on I don't care about your fancy robe I don't care about your fine throne I don't care about the scepter that's in your hand those things don't move me I don't care how big your army is I don't care what kind of social status you have it doesn't matter how high your education goes it doesn't matter how big your bank book is God said I'm going past all that because deep in your heart you are hungry for truth I wish everybody would clap their hands right now if you're hungry for truth would you clap your hands come on come on let God know if you're hungry for truth will you cry out to him I love you Jesus I want to hear your voice I'm hungry for truth I'm tired of religion I want an experience I want a relationship Pilate trying to get an absolute answer but Jesus just simply would not deliver Thou sayest that I am a king, he says to him. And he answers, it's gone past just king of the Jews, hasn't it, Pilate? Now you're wondering if I'm your king. That's what you want to know. Are you my king? Are you, are you what I've been looking for? Because Caesar has not filled that void. The world has not filled that void. All the power that I have when I sit upon my, my, my earthly throne with my cleanly robe and my little jewels about me and my servants scurrying around and my, and my sceptre next to me. Oh, no. When I go to my bedchamber and I lay down upon my bed and I'm through with the pleasures of the world, there is something inside of me that is still hungry, still void, still searching. But ever since I've been in your presence, it's like that void has been filled. Ever since I've been standing with you, the only words that can come out of my mouth are, are you a king? 
it seems like it's all Pilate can say. Are you a king? Are you a king? Are you a king? Are you a king? Because I'm looking for one to serve. I'm looking for one that will truly fill my heart, fill my soul. Let's go to the next verse. I can't stay there very long. John 18, 18 and 38. So Jesus in his, ends 37, he says, those, those who are in truth, those who seek, those who hunger, they will hear my voice. And then see the real truth comes out. Pilate gets beside himself. Because when you touch... The real inner desire of a man, it's hard for them to keep control of themselves. Jesus went past the facade. He went past religion. He went past government power. And he reached down into his heart. And he said, let me tell you something, Pilate. Those who want truth will hear my voice. And Pilate got all upset. And he stomped out from the presence of Jesus. And he was screaming out, according to verse 38, what is truth? Why did he scream that? Because he'd been looking for it all of his life. He had served the Romans' gods. He had entertained himself with the Roman pleasures. He had indulged himself with the Roman wine. He had, he had overwhelmed himself with everything that the world had to offer. But his soul was still hungry. Somehow, somewhere, some way, Pilate had been searching for truth. And when God touched it, the first response was anger. The first response was to tear out from him. Why? Because Jesus, you can't be truth. I can't accept that. Truth, you gonna stay with me? Truth for Pilate must come through the Roman avenue. If truth doesn't come through the Roman avenue, then everything he's ever known is wrong. That's hard to deal with. This Jewish man that I cannot explain what it is that I'm feeling, pulling something out of me that nothing else I have ever experienced nothing else I have ever done nowhere else I have ever gone nothing else I have ever learned has ever touched what this man is touching there is a part that he has reached into my heart and got a hold of that I cannot explain. But now he's crossed the line because now he's telling me that if I want truth, then he's the one I got to listen to. Because those who are in truth shall hear my voice. Everybody else will hear other voices, 
but they won't hear mine. It was something Pilate could not handle. He stomps out of there, screaming, goes goes back out to the crowd. He's upset. He didn't know how to handle himself. And I am here to tell you as a pastor of this church that there are some of you who are dealing with the very exact same thing right now. You are sitting in your seat. This whole service, you had one side. I'm just going to get in the spirit a moment. You got one side of your family telling you how crazy the Pentecostals are, telling you, don't you dare go, go, go near them. They talk in tongues, they're full of the devil, they're evil people. Hey, we wouldn't have brought Jesus to you if he wasn't a malefactor. We wouldn't be telling you this if we didn't know he was an evildoer. You better stay away from him, you better put it to death. But somebody else was over here saying, Oh, you got to get this experience. You got to touch this. And somehow, some way, you've been ushered into the presence of God. And now, right now, you're sitting there and you're feeling something you have never felt. Turn me up just a little bit, sound man. They're not hearing me. Put your hands together. I'm going to break through your hard shell if it takes everything I got because I know you love God and I know God loves you and I am here to tell you right now what you are feeling is truth. What you are feeling is the power of God. What you are feeling is God wanting to come into your heart. You're saying, but if I accept that, I would have to deny everything else. Not necessarily. And besides that, who cares? What matters is that I know him. What matters is that I walk with him. Let's worship the Lord together for a moment, will you? Come on. Come on, come on. Don't let the spirit die. Don't get tired. Come on, don't let the spirit die. Pilate cries out, what is truth? How dare you proclaim not only to be a king, but proclaim to be truth? No, Pilate, I didn't proclaim either one of those. It's who I am. But I didn't proclaim it. It's just you being in my presence cannot deny it. That's what's going on. (laughs) You see, we don't stand before you and say, you must, you must, you must, you must. No, 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 no. We, no, 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 no. It's you sitting in the chair going, oh, I must, I must, I must, I must, I must. I must have this. I must have more of this. My soul hungers for this. I want this. What am I feeling? Are you still with me? Pilate saith unto him, what is truth? And he said, and when he had said this, he went out again to the Jews. And he saith unto them, I find no fault in him at all. He didn't say I accept it. He just said, I can't find no fault with him. You came in here. Oh, man, God is dealing with someone today. Because he loves you, by the way. And because he knows your love for him, he's come, to, he's come to fulfill that desire that you've always had in your heart. I hope you stay sensitive. 
Everybody close your eyes just for a second. Put your mind on the Lord. God, let your compassion and your love come upon this church right now. Father, let the mercy of the Lord, the grace of our eternal God, descend upon this congregation, melt every heart, take out the heart of stone, put it in a heart of flesh, one in which you can write the word of God across. Oh, Father, I pray and I ask it. In the wonderful name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Let's keep our heart and minds on the Lord. Somebody say, I'm having an encounter. I'm having an encounter. He said, I find no fault in him at all. You've come here. You're feeling the power of God, the glory of the Lord. And something deep down inside of you is saying, there's nothing wrong with this. Why, why were they telling me that he's a male factor? Why were they telling me that he's an evildoer? Why were they speaking so badly about these people? I've been loved ever since I've walked in. They've been kind. I've seen nothing but smiles. I have felt no oppression, no condemnation. I, I have I hadn't seen no one look down upon me in any kind of way. It's just been a gentle welcome and a love. And, and now, and now, oh, the power of God, the wonders of God are in this place. And so verse number 39, but, but ye have a custom, the Jews answer but you have a custom uh, or I'm sorry Pilate is speaking you have a custom that I release unto you one at the Passover will you therefore that I release unto you the king of the Jews so now he's speaking the Jews so he refers it back to them he says once you want to have that I release your king wouldn't, wouldn't that please you that if I gave you this man that healed the, healed the blind opened deaf ears calls the lame to walk wouldn't it please you for, if I gave you the one who broke the bread and fed your multitudes wouldn't it please you if I, I gave you the one who stopped funeral possessions and raised the dead. Wouldn't it please you if I did these things for you who preached in your streets and gave you words of truth and eternal life? Isn't with this what you would want? But they begin to cry out, no, give us Barabbas. Give us that murderer. Give us that robber. Give us that thief. And then Pilate therefore took Jesus and he, and he had him scourged. He had him whipped. He had him beat. I know it bothered him I know it hurt him but he's yielding to the people here's where I hope that your encounter with God will take a different path Pilate yielded to the pressure music if you'll come Pilate yielded to the voices of the people Pilate yielded to the rule of government and he had him scourged he still didn't want to put him to death in John 19 the soldiers put the crown of thorns upon his head and they said hail king of the Jews the Roman soldiers smote him Pilate therefore went out again and he said behold I bring him forth to you that you may know that I find no fault in him he can't help it it seems like the only thing that can come out of his mouth is he's a king he's a king I find no fault in him then tell me Pilate why are you yielding why are you going the other way let's stand why Pilate are you moving in the wrong direction today he said in 5 and 6, Behold, behold the man, take him. Crucify him if that's what you want. I find no fault in him. The Jews answered, We have a law, our law, that he ought to die because he made himself the son of God. Pilate said, What? What did you say? He, he proclaimed to be more than a king. What, what, what did you just tell me? He proclaimed to be the son of God. 
Verse number 8 says, when Pilate heard this, he became more afraid. Verse 11, verse 9, and he went on. He went again into the judgment hall. Here he is. He's beaten. His face is torn. Crown of thorns on his head. Blood everywhere. As the Bible says, he was so disfigured you couldn't even tell he was a man. And Pilate went into him trembling. I knew I felt something. I knew it was something else. He looked at this disfigured, beaten man, blood everywhere, and he said, Where are you from? Please tell me who you are. Art thou the Son of God? Art thou the Son of God? Art thou the Son of God? I knew what I was feeling more than a religion. I knew it was more than just an earthly rule or king. And he put on the cross, the king of the Jews. And he put it in all three languages. And they said, take it down. And he said, oh, no. No, 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 no. What I have written, I have written. You will never change my mind. I know what I have encountered. I know who I met. I know who I stood in the presence of in my government hall. He was more than just a king. He was a God who had come to love his people and adore his people. Every eye closed, every mind, every mind upon the Lord, every soul upon God. And Jesus said, you have not chosen me, but I have chosen you. I wonder today, I wonder today if you'll step out from where you are. Sir, ma'am, I wonder if you'll step out. You have encountered the power of God. You have encountered the presence of God. He's pulling on your heart. You love him. He loves you. And he's saying, come on. I'm more than a religion. I'm more than do's and don'ts. I am your God. I've come to bless you. I've come to fill you with my spirit. I've come to show you wonders. I've come to give you grace. I've come to touch you with my love.
love. I've come to bless you with my mercy. Won't you come? You've had an encounter with God today. Listen. As you come, maybe you're standing next to someone and say, come on, let's go pray. Come on, let's go pray. Listen, you have a choice. You know you're standing in His presence. You know you're feeling Him. You know He's touching you. Don't yield to the pressure. Don't yield to peer pressure. Don't yield to the religion. Don't, no, 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 no. Don't hold back because you say, am I a Jew? I'm not a Jew. Hey, this isn't about being of a certain persuasion. No. This is about an encounter with God. Come on. Come on. You know truth is here. You know you can feel it. You know he's tugging on your heart. You're feeling something you've never felt. There's something pulling on you that's never pulled so deep. Come on. Come on, step out. Come on, make your way to this altar. Come say, I want to encounter the man. Come on. I want to encounter him. I want to meet him. I want to know him for myself. I don't want to just hear about him. I don't want to hear about the miracles. I don't want to hear about what he did. I don't want to hear about get people getting the Holy Ghost. I don't want to hear about these things. I want to experience them. I want to know them. All you got to do is make your way down. You stepping out and saying, God, I've come to have an encounter with you. You stepping out and saying, God, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to more than know about you. I'm going to know you. I'm going to know you. Will you begin to call out to him right now? Just say, Lord, forgive me of my sins. Have mercy upon me, God. Wash me clean. Let your tears flow. Let your heart break before him. You know you feel him. You know he's standing right now in your judgment hall. He is standing right now in the center of your soul. standing right now in the place where you make decisions that's where he is and he is saying I am truth I am the way I am life and all you got to do is reach out to him ma'am sir all you got to do is reach reach
you know today that today can be your day where you make him your king you make him your king not just our king not just the king but he can become your king today you ask me well brother how can it happen how can I make Jesus Christ my personal king how can I make him my savior the Bible says that you must be baptized in the name of Jesus you must receive the gift of the Holy Ghost and I just want to tell you that it is available for you right here and right now in the name of Jesus. If you desire, if you desire to make him your king, not just universally, not just corporately, this thing is personal. You must make this an individual thing for you. I'm telling you, we would love to baptize you in the name of Jesus today. We would love to help you to become acquainted with him. Sometimes we come to church and we get amongst the people of God and we feel really good, but that's just simply not enough. You must be baptized for yourself. You must receive the Spirit of God for yourself. Just please let us know. We have baptism ready for you right now. We have clothes. We have robes. We have the ministers are ready to baptize you in the name of Jesus. Don't be like Pilate. Don't be like Pilate. Don't just ask the right questions. But there must be a follow-up. There must be actions behind the question. The question is, how do you become king of my life? Through baptism. 
Let us baptize you today in Jesus' name. Let us baptize you today in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Oh, how we love us. Yeah.